1: And welcome and thank you for joining us. Delighted to be spending our Saturday with you. Got a great show for you today. If you want to reach us, you can get us on Twitter, Marcia Collier. I am at RealMarkCohen. Check out our Facebook page, computerandtechnologyradio.com. Oh, by the Marcia- way, Mark,
2: I was out of town, um, but before I left town, I set up our Facebook page to post our show, The Archives. Right. Did it
1: work? Uh, you know, I have not actually checked it, but I can do that. Well, as how you
2: do you expect other people to go to our Facebook page? Well, I
1: already I? heard the show. I, uh, you know, I don't need to do it again, but uh, <laughs> I, I will say that because Marcia's just back from China, we will be doing the entire show in Chinese. Go ahead, you start, Marcia.
2: Yeah, right. That's not going to happen. But anyway, <laughs> well, I am trying, right? and Wade is helping me with this to post links to our archives on our Facebook page, Computer and Technology Com. So that's kind of huge. So you'll be able, if you miss the show, you go right to the Facebook page, click and play. That's how Uh, it's supposed to work anyway.
1: (laughs) It does show up, you know, and I am looking at it right now. It is on there. uh, And I'm attempting to try it to see if it's all right. And if you're listening
2: to the show live and you want to comment like Jim Katzman, Uncle Bill, Linda Sherman Gordon, great to see you. Uh, Johnny Hollywood, good to see you, too. Uh, Just hashtag your tweets, tech radio, hashtag tech radio, and they'll come up in the screen that I'm watching, and we'll be able to respond to you.
1: Excellent. Good. So how was your trip?
2: Very Chinese. Very
1: Chinese. Excellent.
2: Um, I'll have a lot more to say once I regain my thoughts, because I came in yesterday, and it's a huge time zone difference so you know my brain is not fully focused quite yet, but I did learn a lot, and I'll throw stuff in as we talk. But
1: uh, excellent, uh, we should talk a little things. bit about. Yeah, I always talk a little bit about what's going on in Florida, which is just I, I have many friends that live there, and we're hoping they get out safely. And guess uh, what?
2: I sold my, ti- my time my timeshare way before yeah, this. Yeah, you did so just I, in I'm time. I'm excited. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, But you exactly. know, we shouldn't
2: forget about the people of Houston because they have no. been badly badly damaged and those homes that have flooded are going to be awful. a problem for uh, possibly a year it's going to be very difficult so we can't it's, forget houston
1: yeah we just want everybody to get out safely and if if you're in florida and you're able to listen to us already uh, a number of people have lost electricity there and they uh, everyone Well let me just tell you to,
2: i used to live in florida a bird sits on the wire there, and you lose And
1: you electricity. lose
2: electricity. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, sadly. Well, I mean, I'm telling you, the governor, I think it was Rick Perry, I think is the governor of Florida, said, get out, this isn't no, a joke. No, Rick Perry. No. Or not, who's Rick? Somebody, right? I, Rick, who's somebody? I don't know, so, anyway, anyway, go who, ahead. Whoever he is, he said to, you know, he's telling everyone, this is not a joke, get out of Florida. I mean, they're not. Well, you know, screaming. I lived
2: in Florida, and I lived through some really bad, really bad hurricanes, And I remember uh, my mother stuffing towels under the windows and under the door, and we going around the house and wringing them out into buckets. So as the water was rising, I remember seeing fish in the street when we went outside during the eye of the hurricane. Um, Florida understands hurricanes, but I think the problem is so many people have moved into Florida and have built homes in places that maybe aren't the safest or the smartest.
1: Well, you know, you um, said it's funny you said fish because Anthony DiFerente, who is, of course, with the director of Sharknado, posted something about in a hurricane there was actually a shark. I didn't get to the whole story. Yeah, I, you know, I questioned I about that. I, I saw that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I don't yeah that, there was a shark. So, you know, uh, but, you know, I think the strangest uh, story or one of the stranger stories that came out of this is how FEMA uses the Waffle Houses to Well, you know, I disasters. knew about
2: this. Have you ever been to a Waffle House?
1: You know, I don't think I have. We don't have them in California, do we?
2: Okay. Well, they're very pervasive in the south. In the south of the U.S., there's lots of them. It's kind of like the southern IHOP. I know they'd hate it if I said that. But it seems that in 2004, when there was a whole bunch of bad hurricanes in Florida, um, this guy was Florida's emergency management director. So, you know, he was you know checking out everything. Mm-hmm. And they developed something called the Waffle House Index, or test, which uses the operating conditions of the Waffle Houses as a barometer for how well an area will recover from a hurricane, tornado, tornado mm-hmm. or other hazard. Uh, and FEMA actually uses them, too. And if you check out their Twitter account, they have a Twitter account, which is kind of cool, uh, called Waffle House News where they have been posting maps and saying who's out, who's open. Um, what they do is they contact the local Waffle Houses, and if they are closed because of a disaster, it's Waffle House Red. Yeah. Um, if they have a limited menu, if it's, it's Waffle House Yellow. And if they're open, it's Waffle House Green, and they know that the area is recovering after the major impact.
1: Very so I think that's very cool.
2: It. And take a look at the, the Twitter account, Waffle House News.
1: Crazy. By the way, hello to Uncle Bill and Jim Katzeman and Linda Sherman-Gordon. Thank you for uh, being with us. Uh, this was, you know, I've used my Apple iWatch for, you know, when it first came out. I think I waited a while and then I got it. And I've used it for different things, mostly for just running and testing my heart rate. But the Red Sox, the Boston Red Sox, used it in a unique way. They were stealing signs from the pitcher of the other team that they were playing. It was the weirdest story. It was the New York Yankees, of yeah, course. Yeah, tell me about it. Sox. This is
2: kind of interesting. Uh,
1: you know, they didn't really tell how they did it, but basically what was happening is they were transmitting somewhere somebody was seeing the signs of the pitcher of the Boston Red Sox, uh, or the Boston, or the Yankees, rather, and they tr- transmitted it the signal through the watch to probably like the, let's call it the third base coach, who then is yelling out to the hitter something that tells him what the pitch is going to be. Well, Mark,
2: since you're obviously a big baseball fan, but if (laughs) if you're standing on the opposite side of the team that's in the dugout, you can see the hand signals between the shortstop, the battery, which is the pitcher, the catcher, and they're signaling each other constantly throughout the game.
3: Well, they So are, if you have you some,
2: if you have somebody who understands the signals, and they try to keep the signals quiet, but obviously, I'm sure they get out. Um, yeah, it, uh, Well, they only have. That's I mean, cheating.
1: If, well, yeah, you have to think about it. it. The they only have about two to three seconds to relay it from whatever was on the watch to the batter. And the batter is, of course, facing the pitcher. So the only thing the batter can see is the third base or the first base coach. So they are presumably saying something like, "Hey, buddy, hit the ball," and that was a signal that it's a fastball, or they said something else. So, according to Major League Baseball, so far, it's not illegal to do that. Really? That's what they're saying. They're saying it's not illegal. Uh, and nothing has happened as a result of that, but it's fascinating and it, it, it's it's a great story. And, uh, and now I have a whole new use for my, uh, um, my iWatch. So, uh, we'll see how that works out. But that, that was kind of a crazy story. I thought that was kind of fun. Uh, yeah, I guess I mean, not that's... if you're a Yankee fan. <laughs> you know, if, if you were a Yankee yeah. fan, you weren't so excited about the story. Uh, so, okay, so your little buddies at Huawei have sold some phones, I hear.
2: Little buddies, yeah, my little buddies at Huawei. Uh, I have to tell you, I was quite amazed when I went to China and I saw what they're doing and I've spoken to the people. I mean, I'll have so much information. Um, They didn't come out with a new phone at IFA because just as Apple has their own event, they're going to have their own event in Munich in uh, next month, I may be going, where they will launch their newest phone. But according to CounterPoint, which, you know, checks out all these things and uh, mm. there's a graph of sales and everything, they overcame in July 17 sales by Apple, which is interesting because none of their specific phones were in the top of sales. But they do have a, a range of phones, you know, unlike Apple, which might have the Plus right. the Plus and the... right. They have a range of different brands. They have Honor. They have a bunch of them. So they have a lot of SKUs. Well, for those of you not in e-commerce or retail, those are stock-keeping units, uh, which means you have a lot of different things. They're building overall brand recognition now. They're doing a great job. And I have to tell you that I haven't gotten anything secret about the phone that's coming out, but I did learn, you know how all phones and all computers have a GPU, right? I mean, that's the heart they are going to have an additional NPU in the phone, and that's a neural processing unit, which I saw some demonstrations, which were scary, crazy at the speed. And it supposedly saves 50% on power usage. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Haven't seen it. And we don't talk about things we don't see here on tech radio. No, right. But um, it's going to be interesting and they're working hard, and it is difficult for them because they're only, they are only—they a Chinese company. The rest of the world is not Chinese. There's a bunch of handicaps there, of, yeah, and it's well, a I was big, say, big company.
1: I mean, the interesting thing is, and I think other than you who promotes it and works with the company, I, I don't know a single person that owns a Huawei phone. So they need. Well, I, and I know, Well, the, yeah, but they're the not issue. in the
2: yeah. United States yet, and there is right. a rumor, and I heard nothing about the rumor that the new phone will be on AT and T as well. Interesting. But okay. uh, the, it's just a rumor. I don't know. So they haven't even come into the U.S. And you know, it's it's a big world.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Now, but their you phones know? are. You can buy their phones in the U.S. I've seen them in Best Buy before. So yeah, you're talking and about and their, you can see the Google some
2: out. of the Google phones have been made by Huawei, Um, it's just a matter of them spreading the brand, and that's not an easy thing to do, you know, they are a private company, if you want to read about them, my blog at mcollier.blogspot.com has a couple of blog posts explaining the company, but it really, it's a difficult process to come out all over the world when you're just mainly a Chinese private company, it is not a public company. And, when we get back, I, Mark, I want you to talk about um, how to freeze your credit after a data breach because yeah, that was like Yeah, crazy
1: boy, this was crazy stuff, you know. All right, we got lots coming up. Don't go away. We will be right back at. You.
2: This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen on WS Radio with a worldwide leader in internet talk.
4: 6813.
2: Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com.
0: Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
1: And welcome back, and hey to Tom Rubin. Thanks for joining us. So, Marsha, while you were gone, there was a little problem, small problem. Equifax had half of their. Population of Social Security's numbered hacked, which was something. Well, actually, like 100...
2: yeah. Actually, we uh, talked about that last week. It occurred on July 29th.
1: Right, but they didn't announce didn't... it for a month.
2: Right, and we told everybody yeah. to go to Have I Been Pwned to find find out right. if their information had been on the web. So go ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah. So 143 million people were hacked which makes it the worst data breach to ever affect this country. So there is a thing called freezing your credit, which you can do. So if you want to find out if you were hacked, and I did this, by the way. I went to the Equifax website, uh, and they give you a year of free credit monitoring, by the way, if you are hacked. And so yeah, because they and do such them.
2: a good job at that. Yeah, they, they do a great job. Right. what they're supposed exactly. to do to start with? You I don't know. Think, that's you? why I like LifeLock. That's why yeah, I you like know. too. And have yeah. I been pwned also tells you other places. Equifax right. is, they're just admitting to what was stolen from them.
1: <laughs> well, right, exactly. So basically a credit feeds prevents creditors from viewing your credit file. Now, it means when you apply for a credit card or a loan or you want to rent an apartment or whatever, uh, a freeze blocks them from retrieving your credit information. So that's a good thing and a bad thing. If you go out and buy a new car or lease a car, you will have your credit run automatically. You give them the right to run your credit to see if you're a good risk or a bad risk. Well, if you freeze it, they can't do that anymore. So you have to understand if you do a credit freeze that you will not be able to open new accounts without lifting it. You well, let me will. tell
2: you exactly how this happens. I had a credit freeze on one of my account on my accounts because mm-hmm. I had a problem at one point, and I went to buy a car, and I had forgotten that I had a credit freeze. Right. Um. I got a call from the credit company telling me that somebody was trying to apply my c- for right. credit. Exactly. Um, the car dealer got a notice, and there was a phone number that I had to call. And I had to call, and I had to identify myself. I you had to, to give all the, kinds yeah. of information. Uh, but it is very effective, and I have done this personally. It works.
1: Yeah, you you lift you temporarily lift the credit fees they usually give you a pin number that allows you to lift the temporarily lift that and as marcia was saying i mean we both use lifelock and i will tell you that maybe seven eight years ago nine years ago i went into a department store to buy something and they said hey if you take out our credit card we'll give you blah 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 and normally i don't care but it was a decent enough deal i said sure go ahead and do it so they run it they go oh we we can't give you a credit card. And I said, what do you mean you can't give me a credit card? And then I was cursed pissy about it because I knew that was and not possible. And when you get
2: pissy, you get pissy. Yeah, I get really <laughs> pissy,
1: yeah. So I uh, I go home and I call my credit card company, and I or I call whoever I called, and they said, oh, well, LifeLock prevented it because your Social Security number was trying to be used because, of course, they asked me for that, and they wouldn't let me open the account. So, you know, when I realized what it was, it was a good thing. So, you know, these are the kind of things you have to do to protect yourself. Now, if you want to put a temporary freeze on your credit card, you have to call each one of the credit agencies. So that's Equifax, Experience. And I tweeted a
2: link to that, as did Uncle Bill. I tweeted a link to it, hashtag tech radio this morning. So.
1: Yeah, and you know it probably will take a couple of days to remove it once you eventually do this. And I, and I don't really know when there's a good answer of when to lift the freeze because 143 million people are being affected by this. So who knows what will happen? But I think you just got have to be cautious here and and be careful about what you do. And I don't know. I don't know that I'm gonna put a credit, a credit freeze on mine. Would you do that?
2: Uh, I'm gonna tweet the link. I have done like I said. I have done it before, and it works really well. Uncle Bill also posted www.equifaxsecurity2017.com, which was an update they made yesterday on I- information. So thank you, Uncle Bill, for that link, www.equifaxsecurity2017.com.
1: There you go. All right, so you said you were talking about Mercedes is putting $50 million into an Uber competitor. What was that?
2: Well, uh, Mercedes, like they they want to... Uh, I mean, $50 million is a lot of money. Now, mm-hmm. remember, their parent company is Daimler, yep. who uh, have been in business a very long time. Uh, in 2008, German, the German automaker launched something called Cars2Go, which was a car-sharing service, and they mm-hmm. had about two, 2 million members in October 2016. So last April, Daimler launched a bunch of apps, uh, for ride sharing, bike sharing, ride hailing, all kinds of things, and now Daimler is investing in Via, a company, in order to launch ride sharing service in London. But you know, we were talking about earthquakes or, uh, excuse me, hurricanes earlier, uh-huh. and I don't know. When you look at all those people trying to leave Florida all at once, yeah. you know, they're all trying to move people out of owning a car, and I think honestly that owning a car. Is important, especially in cases of an emergency.
1: Oh, there's you know, we we were talking about FEMA earlier, uh, not FEMA, but Florida. What's going on? You know, and the next story that we're going to talk about is Tesla and the new Model X that's coming out. Uh, so you know, electric cars. But if you looked at the f- videos of people trying to get gas while leaving Florida, it was a huge problem.
2: Yeah, but Mark, uh, is an electric car going to well, go no, in three feet of water? But if you have a high engine. Internal combustion engine car, right. it will run, and you will be able to be safe. And you also have a range of more than 238 miles.
1: Well, that's the problem. You know, this friend who <laughs> uh, I have a dear friend in Florida who's, who I hope has gotten out of there by now. And we was talking to her mother, and I said, "Well, how far? How long does it take you to get from one end of Florida into a state that would be safe?" And they said it was about like 12 about ten hours.
2: hours. Yes, well, I live in Florida. So, yeah,
1: yeah. So you know, you're talking about what is that five? Six, seven hundred miles, maybe, to go right. from wherever you are in Florida. Well, you can't go seven hundred miles on an electric car. That's right. And who's going right. to charge it for you? But you can't go seven hundred right. miles on a, a gas car either. So well, you need
2: you're... two fill-ups because the law yeah. says that you have to have a minimum of three hundred miles per fill-up. Uh,
1: just right. so you know. So, and here's the problem: if you get halfway across the state and you the gas, there's no gas. Then you're stuck wherever you're stuck. It's a real dilemma. I, I, you know, I just well, know I'll tell
2: you, is. I'd rather be stuck not getting gas than to be driving through water and have my electric yeah, car. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I don't know. Is it going to electrocute me? Uh, honestly, That's I don't know. It's. Uh, <laughs> think about it. Um, yeah, you know, I, we really need to think about these things when we're looking at new technologies, and there's a reason that the Army used cheaps, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Exa- big, <laughs> tall, high-profile vehicles. Right, right? Yeah. You let's pull out that Hummer,
2: the, baby. <laughs> I was just going
1: to say, let's bring back the Hummer. Is that? St- I don't know. Do they even still make the Hummer? Or do they ac- actually stop making that? I don't remember now if they still make Hummers or not.
2: By the way, but, Linda yeah. Sherman Gordon, uh, I just posted a link to how to freeze your credit after the data breach. But Linda okay. Sherman said that she read all the details. And if you check to see you were hacked through the Equifax website, yeah. you are ineligible for Equifax class action suit. So by so, the mere action of going to the, stick with com, folks. It's a website, and it tells you all the can truth. You
1: just briefly tell them again what, what, what that website actually does.
2: What it does is they keep, it's run by Troy, and I don't remember his last na- name. It's Have I B E E N pwned.com and they monitor every release of personal data on the dark web. So if you go there, it's very safe. You can put your email address in there, click pwned, and it will tell you. I mean, I'm you know you can go there. Have I been pwned? I'm putting in mine right now, and it says. Oh, no, you've been pwned. I've been Uh pwned in the Adobe in 2013, Avast in 2014, Forbes in 2014, LinkedIn in 2016, and the onliner Spambot in 2017.
1: So there you go. I had uh, LinkedIn in mine. Anyway, so back to the Tesla. So the Tesla Model X is $80,000. It's their sort of. I guess it's called. They're calling it an SUV. It's got those funky doors, you know, like the old uh, Mercedes Gullwing. Gullwing.
2: They're called Gullwing doors. Yeah, Yeah.
1: the Gullwing, one of the most beautiful cars ever created. This one, not so much. I mean, the car to me is nothing. You know, I don't like the particularly like the look of the car. But no, I don't like it at all. You know, it's gotten some good reviews. Uh, It is not inexpensive. It is taking a long time to get the car out. You know, eighty thousand dollars for a little car like that is an expensive car to get. But I, you know, I don't know. I am still not. Well, I have to
2: tell you, I was when I was in China, there was a Tesla store in the shopping center, <laughs> as all oh, Tesla really? stores are in shopping yeah. centers. And the reason why my husband and I never invested in a Tesla mm. is you're asking eighty thousand dollars for a car, and excuse me. I can't do a test drive? I have to yeah. pick it out of a catalog? You lost? I, know, I am crazy, not spending $80,000 on anything unless I get a glass of champagne
1: <laughs> and some real happiness. And some no, chocolate really. strawberries. Yeah.
2: Right, and a matching uh, jacket with a logo and a keycha yeah, tra- I mean, I want the uh, whole thing.
1: Well, they're also saying that the doors on the car are not easy to live with. You know, you got to wait until it slowly moves up. And then you got to get in. Well, you if you've ever been in
2: uh, the car from Back to the Future, uh, what was it called? The uh, Oh, the
1: DeLorean. Uh, DeLorean.
2: DeLorean, DeLorean, yeah, because the yep. DeLorean was the same thing, and it was really right. dumb. You can't just slam that car door open like you can slam any other car door. No. It has a thing. You, uh, you want to shoot Very yourself. Slump. I remember. So pff, your choice, here, well, but I won't buy a, a car unless I can drive it.
1: Here was a better one, the Mercedes, a couple of years ago. Who we were talking about the Gulf, Gullwing, They tried to replicate that car in their very high-end uh, sports car, which was selling for like five hundred grand, and it was not electric. And if you weren't tall enough, you couldn't close the door once you were sitting on it. You had to reach up to the ceiling, pull it down. It wouldn't. So if you were five foot six, you weren't driving that car. We'll be right back. Don't go away.
2: This is Marcia Collier here with Mark Cohen on WS Radio with a worldwide leader in Internet talk.
0: You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marcia Collier.
1: You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com, on your phone and in your ear everywhere you go. Download the WS
4: Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com.